Welcome to the TriStar Athletes Podcast. Hey, Jay, you there? I am. TriStar Athletes, I'm joined by Jay Heller here, who is kind enough to take the time to uh, tell us about his recent marathon breakthrough performance and uh, what, a, what a wonderful journey. So, Jay, thanks for taking the time to uh, chat with me, and uh, how are you doing this morning? Good, good. This is uh, fun, to, fun to be a part of this interview, so looking, looking forward to it. Yeah. Doing, doing well today. Yeah. So... Uh, we always uh, start off a bit with our, our difficult questions for, uh, for the interviews, um, but uh, we're going to go easy on, on you on this one. But the, the first question, our, uh, our question is going to be, if you were shipwrecked on a deserted island, but all your human needs, such as food, water, were taken care of, what two items would you have to have with you? Ooh, that is a, a, a tough one. <laughs> it's a good icebreaker for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I did get married this this year um, to my amazing wife, Austin. So I'd have to say she'd be the uh, first person I'd want there. Um, as I couldn't imagine sharing a deserted island experience with anyone else. So I'd, uh, I'd have her with me. And then uh, I'm, a, I'm a big sports fan, so probably would have to have a TV with satellite um, to watch watch all my teams especially the uh, especially the Green Bay Packers nice I'm, I'm this looks like a pretty good setup for uh, a desert island I'm not sure if you'd ever come back yeah. <laughs> you've got everything yeah, you awesome. want your, your dream girl yeah. and and your TV sounds awesome exactly I'll <laughs> probably wish that I didn't have the TV so uh, <laughs> we could get a little bit away from the sports but um, uh, yeah, it's cool. I think, I think those would be my, my two. Good, good answer. All right, so we're we're chatting with Jay today a bit about uh, his breakthrough Chicago marathon, his first marathon. But he is uh, a, a pretty experienced runner. Um, Jay, tell us, tell us, and the TriStar team just a little bit about yourself and um, and, and how this uh, Chicago day went down for you. Okay. Um, I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, two incredible and supportive parents, Paul and Diane. Um, I also have two younger brothers, Ross and Anna, that are twins and two years younger than me. Um, like you said, grew up playing all different types of sports, but running was always my favorite and thankfully my, uh, my best sport. Um, ultimately went to the University of Texas on a running scholarship where I ran my freshman year. Uh, ended up hanging up the, the shoes a little bit earlier than I expected. Um, kind of just wanted to live a, a more balanced um, lifestyle, so that led me to that decision. Um, but I was part of the uh, Big 12 indoor track and field team, so I was able to go out with a little bit of bling on my finger, which was which was nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Um, I did remain at the University of Texas, um, got my marketing degree, um, and also a minor in information systems, uh, management information systems, so um, really just had a great experience in, in Austin, and what a, what a city. Yeah. Um, 
I did, I did though, after graduating, moved back to Atlanta, um, where I really got back into running, um, and also some uh, triathlons, kind of, kind of got out of it um, in the middle years of, of college, so I was, was happy to, to get back into a groove um, after, after graduating, and um, I'm 31 years old right now. Uh, and about a year and a half ago, I was uh, diagnosed with type 1 diabetes out of nowhere. Um, so at the age of 29, um, really took me by surprise, no family history. Um, you know, initially some, some tough news to swallow, um, yeah. but with, with uh, such great family and friends um, and, and realizing that, you know, this disease, um, is something I could, you know, still accomplish all my my goals and dreams. Uh, got me extra motivated, and I was able to keep my head up high. Um, ironically, my uh, father-in-law Art also has type one diabetes and uh, was diagnosed in his twenties. Um, so he's been the ultimate resource for me to go to with all my my questions, especially early on. And uh, always uh you know someone i could go to for for encouragement and he actually was the one who through some research um found out about tristar athletes and you and got me connected mm-hmm. i think it's been almost six months now yeah um so yeah you quite a quite a journey we've had here together to uh to crack open such a big race on, on your first marathon as a you know, as a newly diagnosed type one, I think it's uh, extremely challenging to, to pull up a 306, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, granted, you, you have an awesome uh, engine to start with um, from your, your years of running in, you know, Texas. But uh, I just think it was a fantastic day and, and the execution was there and, and you pushed uh, super hard to, to get to that, that line in that great time. So um, what, what was the hardest part of your day for Chicago? Um, hardest part, I guess, you know, juggling all the, uh, the, the new factors with type one, you know, I, I didn't typically, you know, eat or drink much on races, um, or during races, but, you know, with, with type one, you gotta, you gotta make sure you get your, your sugars in you. Um, so just having all those, you know, goos and salt tablets and my Omnipod device and finger pricker and this and that um thankfully they have some good running belts out there so i was able to have that have it all on me and um, not let it bounce around too much but also it was uh it was a little different um i mean again i really had a lucky day where not i mean really a, a smooth race but um i didn't have a seating time uh, for the race so i was in the second wave in the second corral behind like ten thousand people so the whole entire race, I'm weaving in and out of people, which uh, was different and um, definitely added some, some minutes to my time. But uh, I, I think that was maybe kind of one of the, the toughest things to, to yeah. battle around. Yeah, strategically, I think we we we, uh, we didn't think you were going to go even quite that fast. So uh, you <laughs> broke through the, the, the coach's best case scenario, which was uh, cool. I was really excited when uh, I saw you come through in that time. Um, so, you know, what do you think, obviously you did a lot of training for this, what part of the training plan you think that we put together 
uh, helped you the most for Chicago? Um, and this is your perspective. Obviously, I've got my perspective, I think, on what, what worked the best, but I'm curious what you think. Yeah, um, I think just, you know, initially starting out slow. I know when we, <laughs> I remember our first conversations and you're telling me, to, I didn't even really know about zones and you're telling me to go and zone one and zone two and the time, the mild times that that is, I'm like, that's, that's really slow. I don't. I don't know how that's going to help me. Um, so I guess I guess trusting trusting the process uh, for sure, um, and you know ultimately working up to the interval runs. Uh, I did a lot of those on the track. Uh, lucky enough to live around the corner from a track, so I always look forward to to those workouts. And I think with the with the marathon, um, just doing more long runs. I think. We probably did around six runs of two hours and 45 minutes or, or longer. And mm-hmm. I remember the first couple getting back home and all I wanted to do was lay down, but I immediately start cramping up as soon as I did. Um, <laughs> but by the, by the time I got to that, you know, the, the last of my long runs and the ones building up to that, I was able to really, you know, see my body recover a lot better and just get used to that kind of distance so yeah I think I think I think you know especially with the marathon the long runs really really paid off and getting my, my body used to what it was ultimately gonna do on race day and one of the major factors that we also had to consider too is the fact that you were coming out of the summer months and, and it's still pretty darn hot down there in Atlanta and you know the types of training that we gave you was uh, you know more heart rate based specific um, before things started to cool off and, and you were able to pop off a great race in Chicago. So uh, I think that was, a, that was a good strategy, but uh, it's tough, right? Training in the heat down there in the south. Summer, summer training in Atlanta is not advised. So, I mean, 90-degree run always and hilly. So by the time I got to Chicago and it was you know low 40s, maybe even in the high 30s uh, at start time and remained in the... 40s throughout the race was was the best and also a, a flat course so really really yeah. enjoyed that yeah so so now what are your next goals and future races in 2020 and and wait a minute you also got to tell everybody here on the team that you're also a triathlete right so are we going to be seeing you at a triathlon next year I, I think so I think so I want to want to get back um, into more triathlons uh, my dad always did triathlons growing up so I saw him doing that um when I got re-energized and uh, after after college, started doing some with him and then some other uh, really good really good buddies. We call ourselves the Try Guys. So try to pick some some racecation destinations to really enjoy. Um, and yeah, man. The, I mean, the main the main goal is I'd say. Well, I know you know my my ultimate ultimate goal is to uh, hit the Boston standard. So that's yeah, with my age, it's on sub three hours. So getting close can 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 see it um, can see it happening. Um, so this year, wanna maybe get another marathon on the on the on the schedule in the spring, and then do some triathlons and some shorter races in the uh, summer, early fall months, and then um, I think it'd be fun to do. Uh, the New York Marathon in November. So yeah, kind of yeah. what I got got in mind. And then if I if I do hit that that Boston time, maybe Boston 2021. 
sounds like a, an awesome setup. Uh, you know, these are awesome races, and um, 2020 is going to be a, a big year for you too. And not, not only was Chicago a big uh, come out swinging kind of a marathon, but uh, I think 2020 is going to be an even bigger breakthrough season for you. So, what is your uh, inspiration to run, and, and who would you say is your role model? Um, so, I guess my inspiration to run is. When you get down to it, just to, to stay in shape, I you know, like to like to be healthy. Um, and running, like I said earlier, is just something I've always really enjoyed, um, and have met some incredible people along the way. Um, I, I think in terms of like always always admired uh, Steve Prefontaine um, growing up, but when I really look at like my role models in, in the running world, I'd, I'd have to say it's my my coaches and really anyone who gets out there and runs, whether it's my teammates or just people that I have no idea who they are, um, you know, in a race. It's just um, to get out there and train and, and give, it, give it your all is something that I respect. Nice. Yeah, that's a great answer. I I was going to ask you for any advice you would give our, our team. Uh, there's some good advice right in there and people you're, you're uh, respecting and, and, and following. And, but is there one thing that you would want to say to our team about uh, your experience as an athlete that you would want to share? Because you have a pretty uh, good history here of running and experience already. I mean, at the age of you know, 31, you still have a whole lot of career ahead of you in endurance sports. So. Um, any pearls of wisdom um, beyond uh, beyond uh, what you well what you I guess what you picked up and learned yeah yeah um, I mean really just going back to trusting you know trusting the process it's, it's been a while since I've you know had a coach and had a schedule to follow and um, you know I've really enjoyed that and um, in terms of advice um, you know, just just keep after it especially you know when some you know it could, whether it's type 1 diabetes or or having an injury just always knowing that there's, um, there's there's better days ahead and working with great people like like you um, and family and friends uh, can make it possible and just always being able to enjoy it and keep that balance in life you know, because when when I was running in college, it, I lost that, and it wasn't as, it wasn't fun, and that led me to not run well, and among other things. And I, I think just keeping that balance and knowing that, you know, and, and knowing that will make you run and do everything better. Yeah, I think it's it's a great thread to have in your life endurance sports, and you know it it picks up and it drops off and it ebbs and flows at times, but it really is a it's a good undercurrent towards a, a healthy, happy life for sure. Yes, um, absolutely. So, and, uh, I just want to say thank you very much for uh, being on the team this year. Thanks for your great racing and training, trusting the process, and yeah. uh, hopefully we get you out to one of our training camps uh, in the future to, uh, to meet some more of the team, but. Thanks very much for taking the time, Jay, to uh, to talk with me and, uh, and our team about your experience at Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, Cliff, and um, you know, you've you've really uh, meant a lot in this six months. And looking forward to uh, continuing our training together, and then, like you said, meeting uh, more of the team in, in 2020 and picking uh, 
picking a, uh, a camp to go to is, is on my list as well. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks again for the call and um, hang on just a second. I'm going to uh, hang up here on our, uh, on our recording. All right. All right. Sounds great.